Coming live-ish from an undisclosed location and Sam's basement, Sam presents Pseudo-Woody Sundays with James. Ooh. Woo! One take wonder, baby! Yeah! Hey, James. Hello, Sam. How are you? Welcome back to my basement, James. Ah, I'm in the basement. You can tell I sound different and I can't touch my face. Oh, God. What have I joined? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Sam, I, I brought someone else into the basement today. You did what? Yeah, another 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 friend to the basement. Well, to be fair, I think he <laughs> deserves to be in the basement. James, can you can you play what we got sent, please? Yes, I can. I can. No, don't do it. I am driving home at the moment from Alex's drink thing. I'm pretty much home now. I left ages ago. Um, but I'm listening to the Shiny podcast with you and James. And I'm 13 minutes in, and I'm already And then Adam kept listening and got even more mad, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yep. Who, it, the, who it, the hell was that guy? I don't know who that guy was, but he was mad. It, uh, it, it went downhill from there, really, didn't it? And, yeah, um, pretty much. So, <laughs> Are you here to defend Sizzle, Adam? Uh, yes, I love Scissors, <laughs> and I love Sizzle. That's weird. Weird. I know. <laughs> Oh, I think yeah, as, it, as it went on, I, I I just know less of them as well because oh, right, right, right. It, it kind of. I, I mean, I'm getting getting more to grips with it now. Since I got Sword and Shield, I'm like kind of up to date again, but only with what they chose to put in that game. There yeah, is still yeah, so many true. Pokemon that I'm like, what is that? That is it. Well, as a time of recording, Scarlet and Violet is out in nine days. So yes, maybe maybe you're. So that's of... that's a whole a whole new world. We yeah. live in. That's a whole mini sode, and we can get Adam <laughs> in, and we can yes. upset him. Yes, again. <laughs> oh God! <Brilliant. laughs> I right. love Golden Lechonk. Oh, he's, so, he's a man of culture. Uh, obviously, as as um, time has now progressed, and I feel like I've aged a lot. Adam, hello. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> um, you have very kindly done the podcast artwork for us yes yes you're welcome you're welcome <laughs> i didn't really need to do much i just i just brightened the image obviously you already stood with uh with a sort of widow and a dunsparce so i just i just made it a little brighter uh, yeah yeah that's true that's true yeah well, yeah i mean we, we we appreciate it you know we have no idea how to do that i mean james <laughs> is in my basement constantly so yeah oh, it's cold in here i'm actually oh, really I'm sorry. cold <laughs> Side note, <laughs> tangent. I am cold. <laughs> <laughs> tangent the worst tangent. Three? Yeah. Uh, no. I don't even know anymore. Oh, um, dear. So, Adam, do you want to quickly talk about, you know, your artwork and, and stuff, and then we'll get into the main topics of this episode? Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've been drawing and, like, 
creative, <laughs> if I do say so myself, um, since as long as I can remember, to be honest. And um, it really kind of hit his stride. Um, well, really, since Instagram became a became a thing, or just social media, and I was able to kind of share, you know, what I'd done with people. Yeah. Um, and the uh, I was able to kind of create a, a separate kind of side account um, that I was was able to share stuff, so it wasn't kind of mixed up with all my all my personal stuff. And uh, I kind of it just kind of like organically grew into I wouldn't say a business at this point. It's, it's only kind of an Etsy shop that I've got now, but it kind of evolved into um, just, I don't know, posting out into the world and, uh, and seeing what people thought of it. But I, I think over the, over the years I've done a lot of like commissions for people and mm. um, like little quick sort of nerdy things like you guys asked for is yeah, absolutely yeah. fine. But, but a lot of the time people ask for like portraits and things and, and I, I, you know, I can do it. I have done it before, but I just don't enjoy it. Yeah. So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to keep doing whatever I do and whatever strikes uh, strikes my fancy, which is usually nerdy pop culture things. Mm. Um, and then I'll just sell it on my Etsy shop and see if see if people buy it. See if people <laughs> enjoy it. Buy it. Yeah. What so, is your Etsy shop, by the way? Uh, my Etsy shop is Cully's Art. So Cully C U L L E Y S, and then Arts with an S as well. Excellent. And. Um, at, at time of release of this episode, we will put a link somewhere. I'm waving my arms around. It's a shame that nobody can see me because I'm like, we'll put a link somewhere, and I'm like, <laughs> just waving like, your arms around yeah. aimlessly. Nobody can actually see. I me. can put a link to it. I can sort that out. That's no issue. <gasps> I will find Sweet. it. I will. That's we, great. Thanks. Um, we'll, we'll put a we'll put a link on the Instagram and the Twitter because yes. we have both. Twitter's back now. Mate, well, honestly, if I do say so myself, the last tweet was a banger tweet. I think I just showed <laughs> what, you what it was, which is really bad because I, I don't use Twitter. Right. Shall I, shall I read you the last tweet that I did? Read it to me. Hold on. Oh, I'm even logged in. Perfect. Uh, how do I get to profile? Here we go. Here we go. So the last tweet I put, OMG, the, tweet, the Twitter lives again. And speaking of extra lives, the boys have taken it upon themselves to discuss video game movies and what we think makes a good one and a terrible one. Come and listen. I thought that was genius. That's Banging. brilliant. That's okay, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> Our social media god me. <laughs> oh, after, good after the incident. Well, yeah. I mean, you did blow it up. So yeah, I did. I mean, you also tried to set fire to my basement, James. Like, yeah, come that's on. True. Same reason why I got banned from Cornwall. That's a different story. <laughs> what, trying to set fire to my <laughs> basement there. <laughs> well, I'm banned anyway. from Cornwall. <laughs> This is um... this is evolving very yes. quickly. Yeah, no. Uh, actually, Adam, I do have a question about your art. Go for it. So, do you like remember why you started drawing, or was it very much a case of when you're young you just doodled a lot and then you just kept doodling, or was there something something that you saw or maybe heard that made you kind of want to go, yeah, I I want to start drawing properly. If that makes uh... sense. The long and short of it is, so people would like me. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's a lie. Um, no one likes me. Um, uh, no, so we like you. Well, I, you like him. I, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, James. No, I got you. I got you. Our our one listeners now just left us. <laughs> <laughs> what about he's on the podcast? Yeah, but he's gonna go. <laughs> 
Um, no, I think to be honest, I don't know what it was that triggered it. It's just for a, as long as I can remember. I mean, I I loved um, Art Attack. Do you guys remember Art Attack? Yes, I do remember. Art Neil Buchanan. I absolutely love that, and I don't know if it was because of that or because I already loved it, um, and and I just like that show because they they aligned, but. Um, no, it's just always been something. I've, I've got a couple of family members that are quite artsy fartsy, not so much okay. anymore, but yeah. I remember them telling me when they were younger that they used to be into it, and maybe I was inspired by that. Um, but yeah, no, I've just always loved it, to be honest. It, 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 I got on the digital train really yeah. late, considering yeah. um, I've, I was doing like traditional stuff mainly with just pencil and pen. Yeah. Uh, only up until lockdown actually it was it was lockdown where i kind of realized i'm limited by xyz yeah, I, I was about to ask you uh, have you noticed a big difference between like on paper and physically art versus digital art um i think it might be i don't know i think because my i've kind of grown my audience not that it's huge but i've kind of grown my audience on my art page with my traditional stuff yeah. Now I'm posting a lot more digital things. They don't get a, 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 as much traction, anywhere near oh, as much okay. traction as a, yeah. as a traditional stuff. I also think a lot of people that aren't particularly into art have a bit of a re more of a respect for traditional art than they yeah. do digital because I think people think it's really easy to do digital stuff. And to to a degree, you know, depending on what you're doing, it, it is yeah. easier. Um, lots of tools and stuff these days. Exactly. Yeah, and especially with. Um, not so much Photoshop, but what's what's the other one people use? I don't use it. Um, uh, I, may I don't know. <laughs> I wish I could tell you. Uh, yeah, yeah, wrong, wrong people to talk to about this side of things. Is it an art program? I can Google <laughs> it. It's it's an art program, and it's um, yeah. People just uh, to be honest, I'm going to get it. I think because it's <laughs> it just looks so easy. I mean, maybe people make it look easy, and that's that's more difficult to do anyway. But yeah. um, yeah, it just seems that you can kind of just brush the canvas with a digital thing and it would just you just create a masterpiece oh, really right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I know what and mean. um so yeah i think that side of things but yeah when, when lockdown happened um obviously i worked at, at the bank still but at home i was like i really need to kind of up my game here so i just did a course on on i literally just went on a youtube video and there's a uh, a, a photoshop posted uh like a two-hour introductory thing and i just watched that and kind of learned from there oh, fair enough. um and yeah so it's yeah. it's definitely opened a few avenues opened a lot of avenues um regarding just editing stuff i mean w what i did for you guys you know i wouldn't have been able to yeah. do it if i didn't if i didn't know the digital stuff um so yeah no it's definitely helped on that side of things cool and yeah. and obviously with the like with the um etsy stuff I mean, it's perfect timing if you're going to be sharing sharing the link because I've just released all my Christmas cards again uh, as of yesterday. Christmas oh, cards. I'll, um, so I'll, I'll, I'll be giving people this year again then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how I type in your um, uh, Etsy page on Google and the, and it goes, are you looking for curry arts? And I'm <laughs> like, ooh. ooh curry. I've, got, I've just had flashbacks to being bullied in primary school. Oh, for Adam Curry. <laughs> Yeah, literally. Oh, oh, I actually have, if, if it's okay with you, Sam, I have two two more questions about art for Adam before we start our main topic. Yeah. Okay. First of all, Adam, have you yes. ever had anyone come to you asking for commission, but for you to be paid in exposure rather than actual money? Ooh, I like I like that question. That's a very good. I haven't. 
You haven't. I, haven't. I don't know how I'd respond. To be honest, I don't know how to respond to pe- normal people that ask <laughs> and, and offer money because they're like, they they say it, they phrase it in a way that's like, and this isn't a dig at people that have done this. Um, I just don't know how to respond because I'm awkward. But they'll they'll say it like, oh, can you do this X Y Z for me? And then they'll say, oh, I'll pay you, as if like you've <laughs> like, already, you know, as if I've already said yes. And it's like a, it's almost like a charity, like yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, well, I, I just don't know how much to ask for. I don't know, do, do, like, because for a little while when I was just saying yes to everyone, um, yeah. artistically, nothing disgusting. Um, <laughs> I um, I would start charging by the hour. So I'd say, oh, let's do, you know, five pound an hour or whatever, or ten pound an hour or whatever. Yeah. And then something would take me ages, and I'd be like, oh, I'm just, I'm about to ask for like 80 quid for a drawing that is <laughs> like no i can't do that so i just yeah. sort of made it up as i went along and depended on how close i was to the person just asked them for more or less money <laughs> yeah that's one way to do it depends on how close christmas is yeah <laughs> exactly yeah. and my final question for you adam i i don't know if sam i don't know how much sam browses the internet but um wait wait the... wait james yeah what what's the internet i yeah that's true that is true <laughs> You were born before the internet was made. I think you actually were. To be oh, honest, I don't, I, don't know. Know, I don't know how we're even recording this on uh, on cups and drinks. <laughs> it's, it's just a cup. Yeah. It, it's it's, uh, it's newfangled magic and it is scaring me. Yeah. Sorry, Jeff. Anyway, go, go ahead. Ask, uh, ask the uh, question. Obviously, a lot of AI art has been popping up recently. Do you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell me what your opinion is of it because I'm very much I'm on the fence about it sometimes because I feel like it can be good in certain ways, but the way it actually works currently is terrible. Yeah, I, I'm I'm also in two minds about it for, for different reasons. I think like the, the technology the technology that it takes to create that sort of stuff is what like wows me. And anything yeah. anything like I'm not really into kind of just just this is not art specific, but just in general, I'm not massive. I'm not a history buff. I'm not no. into looking at um, you know anything really in the past, but anything futuristic and new technology and advancements in this, that, and the other. I'm like all for, and I love that stuff. Um, so from from that side of my brain, I'm like this is amazing. Yeah. But from uh, being an artist myself, I'm kind of I don't know it. It's worrying. A little bit. It, it kind of takes the um, oh, what's the word? Unique. There's yeah. There's something so kind of like raw and human and kind of like emotive about art. And yeah. the, and when you when you buy someone's art, whether it's whether it's traditional or digital, you're buying what they've you know every stroke, every every you know line, every choice that they've made throughout that drawing has been kind of made by the artist and you know when you buy that not not that maybe people sometimes look at it this deep but i think subconsciously you know that every mark on that paper has been made by the artist and a lot of the time people buy it because of that and to know that it's been done well not by a person it kind of takes away the magic a little bit i've probably worded that terribly but i that's how I i know what you mean i know what you mean even so, I'm understanding what you're on about, and that yeah. says a lot. <laughs> yeah, um, just for your reference as well, Sam. Um, the AI art stuff that I've seen a lot of, and I follow a lot of twi- uh, artists on Twitter. I won't tag any because a lot of them maybe aren't too. Uh, how do we put this politely? Uh, 
<laughs> safe for work, shall we say. Um, yes. But um, yeah, the, the way it works these days is that um, it's an AI that takes in loads of people's art and then spits out an image at the end is basically it. And there's been a lot of people stealing art from like nearly finished pieces, put them into the AI and then it finishes it for them and then they claim it that it's theirs and things like that. That side of it is like, one, it's terrifying how it can just do it uh, so easily. And then it's kind of like, well, now you can't really trust a lot of the stuff that you see unless you know that artist specifically, if that makes sense. Yeah, but yeah. I, d- I didn't even know about the plagiarism side of things. Yeah, that it, is terrifying. Yeah, it basically just, it's like, um, there's a couple of AIs that do it, that like write scripts and stuff where you put in a load of works to it and then it will create something using those as a base kind of thing oh, yeah God. there's some terrifying stuff with it but i mean yeah. the technology is cool but i think currently the application of it is not so great it's the best way i'd put yeah, it yeah it's just it's the same with everything as soon as yeah. there's an advancement somewhere someone yeah. thinks oh i can use this for evil <laughs> yeah pretty much but yeah anyway yeah shall we move on to our topic of choice today so this is going out in december at some point It'll, it'll come out in December. It'll be fine. It'll, yeah, it, it, well, it'll come out um, if I remember to actually edit it and put it live, which <laughs> I probably should. Yeah, it'll um, be fine. So, James and I were talking, and we've come to the conclusion that Die Hard is the best Christmas movie ever made. No contest. No contest. <laughs> so, I guess the, the first sort of thing I want to talk about with, with both of you is what makes a Christmas movie for you? Does it have to be set set at Christmas? Does it have to feature Father Christmas or Santa Claus? Mm. Well, I think the first the first thing we should talk about is Die Hard itself and how it is just the best Christmas movie. Unless Adam's about to tell me that I'm wrong. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, I would like to remind you, Adam, that we have heard and played your voice message to us. <laughs> you can tell us. You can tell us you don't like our opinion. Um, I, I, I do disagree. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I, di- I disagree. <laughs> no, no, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, dear, dear. And man. that was our I... guest, Adam. Nice <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's over. Get him off the show. But oh, at the same time, I... So just before I, I came on, I, I, um, I've also got Google open and I quickly just looked up what the top 10 top 10 Christmas films are. Oh, okay. Um, on, on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's a trusted, you know, we all oh, trust yeah, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, my favourite Christmas film, I, w- I won't say it yet, just in case there's another segment for that that you're planning, but my favourite Christmas film is in there and it's actually fifth. Is Die Hard in there? And well, I was, I, was, I was looking through and I was like, thinking to myself, <laughs> Die Hard's not on there. Is but, it not? But so. it, no, it is. It is. I found oh. it not not long after mine. Actually, it's number seven. Oh, okay. Because uh, that was going to be my main argument was well, it's, <laughs> it's not in the top. Te- it's not in the top, however many, or it's not even in any list, what? so it can't be considered. But it has it has been by the the gods at um, Rotten Tomatoes. So I've kind of debunked my own argument. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, it's got everything a Christmas movie because one, it's set at Christmas. Bonus. It's snowing. I'm pretty sure it snows in Die Hard, if I remember correctly. I mean, it, yeah. snows, it snows bodies. Oh, yeah, true, yeah. It has, <laughs> it has action. It has 
Bruce Willis. Kaye. Yeah, it has Bruce Willis. <laughs> oh, and it has family at the end. You know, where he finally reunites with his family. It's got yeah. it's got Alan Rickman. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's got Alan Rickman in it. So it's basically a Harry Potter spin-off at this point, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Despite the fact it came out... Let, I'm not even... No, James, no, please, no. Now, here is my TED Talk on why Die Hard is actually a spin-off <laughs> Harry Potter. Um, Alan oh, Rick. That's the end of this podcast. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> no, no, no. To be fair, I think, for me, in terms of Christmas movies being Christmas movies, I think... I mean, fundamentally, I think they have to be set around Christmas at least. Like, either Christmas Day itself or leading up to Christmas, if that makes sense. The reason why mm-hmm. I was asking, and, and why, you know, it's this is titled Why Die Hard is the Best Christmas Movie, is because there, there are movies like Die Hard, Iron Man 3, Spider-Man, whatever the latest one was. Oh, no all, home. That's the one. They're all set around... I'm a big Marvel fan as well. That's shameful of me. Um, <laughs> you fool. I know. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm going to edit myself out of this part. Um, no, I'm not. Yeah, it would just be silence. But oh, th- there's the argument there where are they actual Christmas movies? And the internet is quite... See, I do know about the internet. The internet is quite uh, undecided because it has all the hallmarks of Christmas themes. It's just not a Christmas story, if that makes sense. I think I agree with that. Um, I I don't know. I think I if it feels like a Christmas film, then it's a Christmas film. Okay, okay. So <laughs> I have found the list that Adam's on about, right? Yeah. Um, number seventeen is Edward Scissorhands. Mm, is that yeah. a Christmas movie? I don't. I don't <laughs> class that as a Christmas movie. Um, I mean, it's it's got snow and Johnny Depp. I'm guessing it's made at Christmas then. I think yeah. a part of it is at Christmas. I don't think the whole thing is. A Batman but Returns is also on this list. That is also <laughs> around Christmas time. Um, did you, James? Did you just bring this up to bring up Scissor again? No, no, I'll never <laughs> do that. I'm just saying that that yellowy green is just a terrible colour, and I will stand by that till the end of my days. Uh, I'm just browsing through now, but I think I don't know. I think Christmas movies. I think you're right, Adam. I think if it feels like a Christmas movie, it is a Christmas movie because even films like Frozen, uh, big Disney fan. I know Adam loves Disney. Oh um, yeah, big yeah. time. I feel like Frozen is a good Christmas movie, even though it's not a Christmas movie, if that makes sense. That's, yeah. a, that's a really good example, actually, because it, it doesn't, I don't think it references Christmas once. No. Or, or any kind of time that it's set. It's just kind of snowy and like it feels kind of festive, but it's actually yeah. not got any. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a really good example, actually. But yeah, oh, Home Alone, what a classic Christmas film. Yeah, see, that again, it's set at Christmas time, but it's not a Christmas, not a Christmas Christmas. It's not like, you know, Santa Claus or, you know, Miracle on whatever, 34th Street. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were about to say Elm Street. (laughs) And I was like, that's, that's a, that's something else, isn't it? It's (laughs) It's Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, 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 it's Freddy Krueger, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Although, 
we should write this as a weird crossover. That's like a combination of different Christmas films because you've got oh. Nightmare Before Christmas, you've got oh, Miracle yeah. on Thirty Fourth Street, and yeah. you've got Nightmare on Elm Street, which is like a combination of Maybe both. Maybe they're of all the same. Maybe it's one <laughs> yeah. either. To be fair, uh, actually, you watched one, you've watched them all. Um, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, by the way, is number sixty nine in this list. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. Oh, this this episode is going to be rated PG, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm actually going to have to edit this out. <laughs> nah, it's fine. It'll be fine. But yeah, I think um, what was it? Nine Bit Before Christmas. Um, uh, that's the um, it's Tim Burton, right? If my brain. That's the one. Yeah, so it's yeah. like the clay, the claymation Tim Burton film. Yeah. Uh, I think. See, I like films that are because that's a really good Christmas film because it's. A different take on a Christmas film, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So we, we've got a little tradition where we watch um, Nightmare Before Christmas on um, on Halloween, just because it, it feels to me it feels more Halloweeny than it does Christmassy. But it's also a yeah. good kind of transition into like from one into the other, I guess. Yeah, no, I, think, I, I get. It. I like that. Actually, that sounds really nice. Uh, yeah, because I mean, it is. I think, yeah, because it's based around Halloween, but then for does he just become Santa? Isn't that the whole plot? I'm trying. Yeah, to... he like tries to like steal Christmas or take over Christmas, um, but not like in a properly evil way. Because I think he just thinks that he's like giving Santa a break or something. But he's uh, he he royally fucks it. Yeah, I just remember Boogie. Is it Boogie Woogie? Is that a character? <laughs> Oogie, 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 Oogie Boogie. Boogie. Yeah, Oogie Boogie, that's on the Boogie Woogie. And that's something completely different. That's his cousin that just dances all the time. <laughs> oh, dearie, dearie me. But um, on, on saying that as well, um, on the, you know, somebody trying to take over Christmas, basically, you've got The Grinch, which again oh, is a Christmas film, but it's not, it's not a you know a, a light-hearted Christmas film as such because it's about this this creature that's trying to steal Christmas. It's about but, me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's included in in multiple lists. It's not on this list, by the way. <gasps> so you know, rude. Not. No, it's not on this list. Nightmare Before Christmas is number four, though. Nightmare Before Christmas came out in nineteen ninety-three. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't believe it. when it when I um brought it up on Amazon or Netflix. Yeah. Oh, I don't know Disney Plus. I think it's on because it's Disney. Um, it said the year the, the other day on Halloween, and I was like, "What? Ninety three? I mean, Die Hard is nineteen eighty eight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is um, <laughs> yeah, blimey, that was that's mad. So but, yeah, very quickly then, James, in mm. in descending order, so from ten. Just yeah. run us through the top ten on, of the uh, Christmas movie. Okay. And, we, and while while you're doing that, I think we should actually pause to see or to, to talk about each one and if it is a Christmas movie before oh, we get on to Die Hard properly. <laughs> this is awkward because I probably haven't watched most of these. Okay, so for number one, the top most rated Christmas film. Go is... go 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 from ten. Go 10? From ten. Okay, backwards. we'll go from ten. <laughs> okay, so number ten is Little Women, nineteen ninety four. Not a Christmas movie. I'm sorry. It's like, that's no. A, is it set at Christmas? It might well be set at Christmas, but that's a, you know, that's it. I've, not, I've actually not seen this. Hey, hold on. Shall I read the <laughs> consensus? Please do. Uh, movie info. No, that's not what I want. <laughs> or how Google. 
not sponsored. Why is, why is Rotten Tomato such an awful, like, it doesn't actually say, well, where's that gone? Hold on. See, this is, <laughs> this is top quality uh, content right here. Let me go back a page. So, um, synopsis. It doesn't tell me the whole synopsis. Great, cool, wonderful. So I've got I've got here movie info. Uh, what does your yeah What does your movie info say, Adam? But it doesn't. Uh... Oh no, this is the bit I need. Yeah, sorry. Sh- shall I read it? Go yeah, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. In this 1994 adaptation of Louisa May Alcott's classic, the March sisters confront growing pains, financial shortages, and family tragedies and romantic rivalries in a mid 19th century Massachusetts. Joe. Uh, with Noah Ryder, struggles for independence and sometimes clashes with her beloved mother and sisters, Meg, Amy, and Beth. She also contends with their cranky Aunt March, their impulsive neighbour, Lori? Lori? I don't know. Christian Bale. Christian Bale's in this film? And kindly kindly linguist professor Frederick Bear. That sounds terrible. (laughs) It sounds sounds shit. (laughs) Classic. Um, It is a classic. It is a classic. It should not be a. Oh, okay. I think I know why it's. I think I know why it's classed as a Christmas movie. So its original release date was December twenty first, nineteen ninety. But but again, so that opens up the question of should it be a Christmas movie? To me, the answer is no. Just because it's released in December, should not make it a Christmas movie. Without watching it, if I mean, maybe it's centered around Christmas, but yeah, from just that, it doesn't seem. I think the only thing it's got going being Christmas to me is the fact that it's set at Christmas. Yeah, but no, I mean, if if it's just a, it was released in December. There's plenty of films released in December that aren't classed as Christmas movies. So yeah, well, there you go. I'm saying no to that one. What's Adam? next? <laughs> Are you saying no as well? I, yeah, I think it doesn't look like it. I've, I've not seen the film, but from the uh, from the synopsis and what I can see about the film, it just doesn't. If 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 it's literally just the release date that's basing it on uh, on it being a Christmas film, I I completely agree. It's it's not. Okay, so the next Christmas film uh, that it says on here is The Apartment, nineteen sixty comedy comedy drama. I've not seen this. Yeah, neither have Never I. It's, it's, in, it. it's in black and white, so Sam might have seen it. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, Another intro- episode where I'm called old. Uh, don't worry, Sam. It's, gonna, it's just going to keep going, by the way. Uh, insurance <laughs> worker C.C. Baxter, Jack Lemon, lends his Upper West Side apartment to company bosses to use for ex- extra martial affairs when his manager, Mr. Sheldrake, Fred McMurray, or McMurray, begins using Baxter's apartment in exchange for promoting him. Baxter is disappointed to learn that Sheldrake's mistress is Fran Kubek. Hang on, hang on, James, James, mm-hmm. sorry. Are you talking about adult films now? <laughs> Have we no! just gone to a different list? No, it's still the same list. <laughs> hang on, I'll do, I'll do some background music. Bow, wow, bow, bow. <laughs> Baxter is disappointed to learn that Sheldrake's mistress <laughs> is Fran Kubek, the elevator girl at work whom Baxter is interested in himself. Soon, Baxter must decide between the girl he loves and the advancements of his career. This just doesn't sound like a Christmas movie. What is this? It doesn't. It sounds like an adult movie, James. Well, it's not. <laughs> it sounds like it is, James. You can rent it on Amazon Prime. I it's am so- not renting that, James. <laughs> 
It's a comedy it's film. About... Wait, how, how crude can I be on this podcast? Uh, you've said many things already, Adam. Yeah. Might as well carry <laughs> Just go on. for it. Just go for it. It says here that Baxter has to fuck his way to the top. What, <laughs> what does that work? mean? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, dearie, dearie I, I will. I will put a strong language content in front of this episode. <laughs> we should probably I'll record a, uh, a little thing so we could just put that in at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. I'll, stop. I'll stop swearing. I won't say... Uh, I, it, was, it was fuck with a PH. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice save. Nice save. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Do you yeah. want number eight? Yes, please. Uh, number eight. It's a Wonderful Life, nineteen forty-six. This this is a brilliant film. Yeah. Uh, the holiday classic to define all holiday classics is what critics consensus says at the beginning. I can I can give you a synopsis to this film if you like. Oh, oh, you watched it. I've got, yeah, I love this film. Oh my god! I, I, was, I was around when it came out. Remember? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you went to see it in th- cinemas, didn't you? Uh, we called them theatres, James, and oh, we yeah. dressed up for the occasion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Adam, Adam, take it away. You know this film. So the uh, the main character can't remember his name. This is a great synopsis. Um, he basically wishes that he'd never been born. Um, I can't remember something happens at work or something awful happens and he, he basically wishes he'd never been born um, and oh. this angel comes down and basically says uh, basically like well you wish you know the classic like genie, <laughs> yeah like the classic genie's like I'm going to give you what you asked for exactly yeah. what you asked for so it's like you know he just basically shows him what um, all his loved ones and just his life or not his life but life would look like for the people around him without him there and it kind of shows him how many people he's touched um, and and how actually tr- amazing his life is is this um, an adult movie as well <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so wholesome I actually know no, I do remember is. this film I think I think I've seen bits of it if that yeah if that makes sense yeah it, it is it is a classic. Have you that seen it? It's a Christmas. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, my God. I like how the oldest film you, we've all at least seen a somewhat. <laughs> Amazing. Well, this is the first official first Christmas film on this list that we know of. Yeah. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. All right, number seven Die Hard. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> that, let's just say, yeah, it is. End of. Number six. Next one. You don't want to talk about Die Hard. I know. We're so that, I mean, talk about Die Hard. <laughs> this, isn't the synopsis of this that uh, some guy gets stuck in a vent? No. And then, some guy no, no, gets that, stuck that, in a that's vent. That's Among Us. <laughs> that's the video game. Hit a video game Among Us. Okay, I'll read out the synopsis. You know, we'll, we'll talk about Die Hard and why Sam is convinced it's the best Christmas movie. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> New York policeman John McClane, Bruce Willis, is visiting his estranged wife, Bonnie Bedilla, or Bedana? Bedilia? I don't know. And two daughters on Christmas Eve. He joins her at, her at a holiday party in the headquarters of a Japanese-owned business she works for. But the festivities are interrupted by a group of terrorists who take over the exclusive high-rise and everyone in it. Very soon, McClane realizes that there's no one to save the hostages but him. <laughs> I think the hostages in this film are a euphemism or a, uh, not euphemism, a metaphor for Christmas. In this film, John McClane saves Christmas. 
This is this is hilarious. And I think if you're like half listening to the description of that, it sounds like a really bog standard. Just and then you just hear terrorists and you think, what? 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 <laughs> what? what? Yeah. Oh, um, dearie, man. I I still think that it is a Christmas movie. It's I... set it's set at Christmas. It has you know the the Christmas themes towards the end, like we've already said about. It's a Christmas movie. It's just not. <laughs> It's not like you know the the lovey dovey. Oh, wow. here's Santa Claus Christmas movie. It's a. I mean, if if well, if you look I mean, at the last one, that is also on the same level as this. You know, a guy wishes he didn't exist. This is a guy saving Christmas for many people. I don't know how you can manage to <laughs> string those two together. <laughs> ethically, <laughs> I have done it ethically. John, he becomes Santa and he delivers the presents of. Um, like, living <laughs> or he just delivers the presence of beating up terrorists <laughs> actually I have, a, I have a quick one for Adam because you haven't seen it Adam I just want to quickly because I'm an anime nerd I just want to quickly branch out um, did you know the first My Hero Academia movie is the same plot as Die Hard <laughs> <laughs> see I've changed your perspective on life now haven't I oh my god it is <laughs> basically Sam um it's a show about um, superheroes, basically, and they all go to this big theme park, and they go to this big tower, and then um, terrorists take over the tower, and they have to fight their way up to the top of the tower instead of fight their way down. That is that's that's Die Hard. <laughs> it's, it's just Die Hard, but the it's, other round. That's it. so funny. It's animated it's, Die Hard. Yeah, it's funny because I watched it in the cinema, and the first thing I said to everyone when we came out was, oh, "We just watched Die Hard, didn't we?" <laughs> everyone was like, "Oh my god!" But yeah. Great film. I mean, it's just a classic at this point, I feel. Yeah. I feel like it's just, it's almost like a meme that it is a Christmas movie, but it just is a Christmas movie. Yeah, I, I, think, I think I've been convinced. I've been convinced. I think yes. I, I've, I've been half convinced, actually. No, I, I changed because you made yeah. two statements. You said it was a Christmas film, which I disagreed yeah. with initially, but I, I agree with now. Um, okay. And then you said it was the best Christmas film, and I, I disagree with that. <laughs> But apparently, so does a lot of people on at uh, Rotten Tomatoes. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, mate, you know, mate, everybody's I just wrong. Want you to know, I just want you to know, it has a ninety-four percent tomato meter and a ninety-four percent audience score. Also, why is it an action mystery and thriller? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, there are hundreds of Christmas films out there. There's only sixty-nine on this list, which is obviously yeah. hilarious. Yeah, yeah oh, for it to hilarious. be for it to be number seven, that's pretty good going. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next one, Carol. This is what it's called. This is Came the, out in 2015. Uh, the Eddie Redmayne. Is this the Eddie Redmayne one? Uh. Oh no, maybe not. I think I'm uh, thinking. Of... Are you? Uh, what am I thinking? I'm thinking of Last Christmas, aren't I? Never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm it's thinking. Got, that... It's got Kate Blanchett in it. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting confused with the Danish girl, where Eddie Redmayne's yeah. a woman in the film, and um, yeah, I'm getting confused with that. Is that uh, vaguely a Christmas movie? I've this, not seen it. I've not, uh, seen, not it. seen it. It's not seen it. Uh, okay, well, the synopsis for this film. Um, <clears throat> Teresa Benevit, Rooney Mara, spots the beautiful, elegant Carol, Kate Blanchett, perusing the doll displays in a 1950s Manhattan department store. The two women develop a fast bond that becomes a love with complicated consequences. Is this an adult movie? Yes. 
This, this is the first one I will agree with. I've, I've definitely watched this on Pornhub. <laughs> it's rating for R. Other <laughs> adult movies are available online. <laughs> We're not no, sponsored. Yeah, not sponsored. God, no. this is going so bad. All right, let's move on from this one. Let's move on from yep. this one. Let's move yep. on. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. And now, if I remember correctly, Adam, you said this next one was your favorite film of all time. Your favorite Christmas film. Correct. Okay, number five is Claws, twenty nineteen. Adam, would you like yeah. to take it away? Okay, okay, I'll, I'll go for it. Wow, that's not um, short. Well, I can't even find it. It's that short. Where is well, it? <laughs> it just says a desperate postman accidentally brings out the genesis of Santa Claus. Yeah, see, that's no, that's doing it a disservice with that. Um, <laughs> basically, it starts. So it's an animated film. And uh, the art style is um, is just something that's not really been seen before, I think, um, or not not something I've seen before, at least. I think it's brilliant. Um, it's animated really well. And uh, yeah, basically, it starts off with this uh, this snotty kind of um, snobby postman. He's like the son of like the head postman. At, I don't know. Royal Mail. It's, it's not Royal Mail. But, the postman, um, this sounds like. Yeah, it's like the like the postman of the world. It looks like, yeah, um, and, yeah. and yeah, he's, he's like the son of the of the, the the dad who kind of runs the runs the show. So he's really snobby and just just doesn't lift a finger. And he's going through like his academy training at the post place, <laughs> and um, he's just doing a terrible job and not putting Boston in any University. effort. Yeah, basically, yeah. And um, yeah, he's putting in like zero effort because he thinks he doesn't need to because he's the son of Matey Boy. And um, his dad, to teach him a lesson, sends him to this place that is just completely remote. They don't currently have a postal service, and he's told to set up a post, a new postal, uh, a, a new what's it called? Postal Post service. Yeah. Yeah, uh, at this place where it just doesn't exist. Um, and so he goes to this place, and it's really dark and dreary and horrible. Um, and then. Uh, something happens. Oh, spooky! You will have to watch the film yourself. Yeah, and it, but it's it's so wholesome. Uh, you will cry watching it, oh. and um, it just it takes a really uh, takes a really yeah, just really warm turn that you just were not expecting at all. And and oh. Santa Claus in this film is like the most lovable. It's just uh, yeah, it's just brilliant in this film because he could. Oh, actually, no, I won't, I won't say too much because yeah, I don't no, want to spoil no, it. No, I, mean, it's, spoil it's, it. I actually can't it's on, watch it now. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Honestly, no. watch it. It's, it's my favourite. We're not sponsored by Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Although, Netflix, if you are our one listener. <laughs> I don't know. With, with some of the synopsis of these, I'm, I'm more inclined for the adult movie one, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, no, to be fair, from what I can see on this, I mean, the synopsis is very short, but it does look very interesting. I will have to give it a watch. I'm a big fan of animated movies, so... Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to actually watch it as well. And we'll watch it this I Christmas might have to reconsider, you know... The best Christmas movie? Yeah. Oh, dearie, dearie. That'll be, a, that'll be interesting, won't it? Oh, okay. We'll this have is... to do another do another episode talking yeah. about why... why uh, of course, the classic. Movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Speaking of Christmas movies, the next one, number four, is The Nightmare Before Christmas. We've spoken about this one a bit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, shall I read the synopsis for you? Because I'm here. Yeah, go for <clears> it. <throat> the film follows the misadventures of Jack Skellington, 
Halloween Town's beloved Pumpkin King, who has become bored of the annual routine of frightening people in the real world. When Jack accidentally stumbles on Christmas Town, all bright colours and warm spirits, he gets a new lease on life. He plots to bring Christmas under his control by kidnapping Santa Claus and taking over the role. But Jack soon discovers even the best laid plans of mice and skeleton men can go seriously awry. I mean, <laughs> God, I remember his, um, this going to sound rude, like his creepy girlfriend. I'm, oh, is this film giving me nightmares? I can't remember at this point. Well, the, the one that sews herself up. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's like a patch, like patch. Yeah, yeah. I just scrolled down and one of these suggested links is top of the 10 scariest animated children's movies. So <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe it is quite a scary movie. I, I wouldn't say it's scary, scary. I'd say it's just the, the way that the characters look and are. Yeah. Um, but again, th- this is sort of like the diehard syndrome where it's not a Christmas movie as such because it's it, it involves it involves Christmas, but it's not Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I agree with that. I think. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm a massive believer of not getting too festive too early. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really like to watch Christmas films or do Christmassy things like really before December the first. To be honest. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm but and and I'll I'll I, you know I, like I said earlier I watch Nightmare Before Christmas on Halloween so that is kind of telling me that I'm not thinking this is a Christmas film. Yeah. But uh, I wouldn't be against people if they if they said that they they thought it was. Can I can I go on a tangent quickly? Us go on a tangent. Yeah, I know. Um, speaking of scary animated kids movies, has anyone seen Coraline? Yes, I love that film. That's another Tim Burton, right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's terrifying. It actually, it, yeah. Oh, yeah. that came out at Christmas, didn't it? Uh, Hold on, let me get Google out. Not sponsored. <laughs> I may as well be at this point. <laughs> I know, right? Hold on. Because I swear that's released at Christmas, because I remember watching it. I know it was released on the 8th of May 2009. I remember watching it at Christmas. I think it's on over Christmas on uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I do remember it. Um, but yeah, man, that film, that film is terrifying. That yeah. was. I haven't seen Again, I think it's like the, the claymation stuff, like the yeah, the, the, all the stop work animation or whatever you call it is. Uh, it really lends itself to that kind of style. Yeah, it's, I, creepy, think, yeah creepy. I think you've got it right, Sam. Though it's a really good movie, but boy, it's it's a bit much for a kids' film. I feel. Like. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I just remember having nightmares for like a week. That was fun. Okay. Anyway, top three. Okay, boys. Yes. Do can you guess what is at number three? Any guesses? Except you, because you can see the list. <laughs> so basically, Sam. Can Sam, you guess? can you guess what's at number three? Because I don't think you will. I'm. I want to say Santa Claus. Incorrect. Ah. Oh. It's Little Women, 2019. <laughs> Next. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Although Florence, Florence, yeah, Florence, yeah, and Emma Watson's in it. Yeah, I've not even, I've not seen it. I just know that she's oh, in it. it. Oh yeah, uh, number two, number two. I've never, I've never heard of this film. No, I've never heard of it either. This, this bodes well then. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Adam, have you read the synopsis? 
Is it an adult movie? Are, are we? Are you sure you guys? Are uh, we, we, I don't know if we could talk about this film. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the film is called Tangerine. Um, <laughs> what is this? I'm, I'm afraid to ask. Can you, can you give a sort of edited version of it? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's I'm so say... excited to hear James's edited version when okay, I can see on, it in front on, of me. Give me a second. Oh, no. Give me a second. Uh, after hearing that her boyfriend cheated on her while she was in jail, um, the main <laughs> character and her best friend set out to teach him the meaning of Christmas spirit. <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> uh, Google it. <laughs> Do you want... Sam, hold on. I'll send you a picture on WhatsApp so you can see it. Okay. So J- right. James has cut out about half of the synopsis there. <laughs> Alright, I don't know if you'll be able to see it uh, if I take a picture. Hold on, here we go, here we go. Alright, okay, I've sent it to you. I've sent it to you. But yeah, I mean, I've never oh, heard Hold this on, film. hold on. Why is it a Christmas film? I have no idea. What? <laughs> um... <laughs> Maybe we should do an episode reviewing adult <laughs> No, that's a terrible idea. Okay, no, I'm 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 gonna take the hit on this and try and edit it. Good so, uh, it's not too bad though, to be fair. I just think it, you know. it's reading it, it's not a Christmas movie. Oh, definitely not. Um so I, I am surprised that that is even on the list. But then again, little women's on there twice. Where yeah. is I'm right, do can we can we do before we get to number Okay, okay. No, let's, let's let's do number one and then we'll do some sort of Random digging. One. Yeah. Okay, cool. So number one is Miracle on 34th Street. Well, I mean, that's an obvious one, really. Yeah. I kind of didn't need to, to do this part. <laughs> but yeah, that's number one. I've never so seen that, it. So that's, the, that's actually the original because I've, for as long as I can remember, I've been watching the remake like in 90, the, the one that's number 69 on this list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 94, I think it came out. Um, I've watched that one like every Christmas, I think, because my, my family would just love that film. So we'd watch that. I've, I've, not, a lot as well. I've, I've not seen the, the 1947 one, which is number one. Oh, I have. The job. Uh, were you there when it was released, weren't it? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, James. I got you, I got you, I got you. <laughs> oh, dear me. Well, an interesting top ten, I must say. Oh, really? That's that low? Uh, one of, I, one of, I'm a big fan of the film Love Actually. Oh, me too. Uh, you know what? I was going to ask about this one, actually, but I also want to say it's one of those films that has not aged well whatsoever. Um, I mean, you've got Keira Knightley's character getting married at 18 and then <laughs> immediately going off with uh, the dude from The Walking Dead. Spoilers for those that have not seen a film that is, what, 20 years old? Uh, 19, came out in 2003. Oh, my God, I'm sorry, I'm one year out. <laughs> I still think, though, it's a really... <laughs> I don't know, I still really like the film, but, like, it's also kind of got this... What's the best way Like, almost, like, sinister aspect to it, because, obviously, Alan Rickman's character is, like, cheating on his wife. Well, that, that's part, that part's not confirmed that it is... that he is full-on cheating, but it's you know, hint that heavily. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's a combination of like, it's it's very real and very, it's, it's, I think it's fabulously British, I've got to say. It is a very British film. Especially the two guys who go 
to like America, or one dude goes to America and then he brings back two girls or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Is that Colin Firth? Col- Colin Firth is in it. Yeah, um, but he, he goes to Colin Firth's character goes to Italy, I think, or oh, Europe at least, because his he's his wife is uh, he's a writer. Yeah, is is yeah. she Romanian or something? Or yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, and his his wife is having an affair with his brother. There's a lot of affairs in this film. I've only <laughs> just realised, saying it out loud. <laughs> it maybe is not like Christmassy. Or maybe it's, it's way too Christmassy. It is not a healthy Christmas movie. <laughs> oh, dear me. I, do, I am a big fan of it, though. I do like that. I do. It's got one of my favourite quotes um, at the start when Hugh Grant is doing the little, like, as an intro or whatever. Yeah. And he says that, um, that uh, what does he say? <laughs> when when the um this is going to take a dark turn when the plane was on the way to hit um one of the twin towers right he says that every phone call that was made by every person on the plane because they've got all the recordings and stuff or whatever every message was a message of like love yeah it was there was no revenge or or, or any hatred or anything like that you know everyone just is default straight to call your loved ones and stuff like that and i i don't know i do it that's really wholesome but i just really like that it it hits you in the feels that doesn't it yeah at, at the end of that you know it, if it wasn't for the fact that the film is just what well i say it's not aged well um but i think that's also a a factor of you know how society in itself has changed and that's a whole other conversation yeah that's very true. um but all all of like the the affairs and stuff that are happening in the movie, or that you know hinted at heavily at least in some cases, i.e. Alan Rickman's character, I still don't think he did. I think he was just really sort of messed up with what was going on. Oh, we'll never know. Personally, unless but they a, unless they do a sequel. Well, they they did um, oh. on that front. They did a comic okay. relief. Special. Oh right, yes. And because because Alan Rickman has passed away, uh, what's her name? Who, who, who played his what? wife? Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. She didn't want to be in it um, because obviously no Alan Rickman. But it was hinted that there was. I if I'm I can't even remember if I'm thinking about it right now. Um, Fact check. Get on this. It, basically, it resolved a lot of the storylines. Yeah. There, you cannot fact check me. Fact check. <laughs> I Wrong. cannot speak. <laughs> Wrong. It doesn't resolve any storylines. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. To be fair, I comments on my terrible use of words. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. Just looking through, I'm just like Muppets Christmas Carol is at thirty-one. Okay. Oh, I love that. I love that film. That's a classic film. <laughs> Well, the thing is, it's it's a Christmas Carol done with Muppets. I mean, I I don't know how many more times I can see something to do with a Christmas Carol. Yeah, I, th- I think the final straw was when Doctor Who did a version of it. Did they? It wasn't. Ki- it was kind of based on it, but not. Yeah, yeah, but it was like this is a Christmas Carol. This should not. Be Doctor Who, Batman Returns at twenty four. 
Where's um? Is Iron Man three on the list? Uh, no, it's not. I don't oh. think. Rude. It's not really rude. I mean, I mean, you know, does uh, Arthur Christmas? Oh, that's a great film. That's at eleven. You know, a, a funny thing about that—that's that's my dad's favorite Christmas film. Yeah. So, and one of the presents that the old Father Christmas gives or gave was a sausage nailed to a bit of wood. What? It, <laughs> a, an actual sausage was nailed. Like he gave sausages nailed to bits of wood. So I did. I made one for my dad. Oh, okay. Well, with a real sausage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did he eat it? No. <laughs> Why would you waste a good sausage? I think it was more the fact that it was nailed to a bit of wood. <laughs> nah, it's just like it's just like a plate in it. Yeah, a plate oh, with okay. a big metal spike. Yeah, it, it's all good. All good. Can, can I say something um, controversial? Maybe a little bit on this podcast. Yeah, uh, I don't like Elf. No, you know what? That is not controversial at all. <laughs> Adam's like, I love Elf. You know. I I actually agree. I don't like it either. Oh, okay, good. Has anybody seen, now that Christmas adverts at time of recording are coming on the TV, has anybody, I think it's Asda, they've got Elf in the in their Christmas advert. Yeah, they've like CGI'd him into, like from scenes from the film into the, the yeah. shop. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan of it. It, yeah. it kind of. I'm. I'm not a fan of Christmas. Full stop. To be honest, I think that's yeah. why Die Hard is the best Christmas movie ever. Maybe. Um, but to me, it's it's that step too far. It's like you know, why why not have an original idea? But anyway, yeah, Elf. Not. It's not as good as it. I mean, Will Ferrell in general, I think, is a very hit or miss person. I think. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's some stuff that he's done that is just like I love, and it's just part of my kind of like teen growing up years. Like, yeah, some of my favorite films at, at times, like Anchorman and things like that, Step Brothers. Like, uh, what's the ice skating one? Oh, Blades of Glory. Yeah, I love yeah. Blades of Glory. Yeah. <laughs> Even though the a film, it's a film, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Will Ferrell, like I said, I just think it's a bit controversial, but I do like some of the m- movies he's in. Yeah, like Blades of Glory. Um, I, to be fair, the only thing I really like about Anchorman is the flute solo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and the bit where it's like, "Brick, where did you get a grenade?" Whatever his name is, it's just holding a grenade. That's <laughs> that <bit. laughs> not my favorite bits, but yeah. But, but then that's that's not just Will Ferrell, though, is it? But we're we're sort of going off on yeah. a tangent. We're going, no, uh, we're talk about Christmas again. Now. Yeah. Uh, uh, another Christmas, a Christmas film that I that I love that's not particularly festive. Go on then. I mean, it is, but it, it doesn't really talk about Christmas at all. Um, have you, either of you seen The Holiday? No. Uh, that's is that the Jack Black? One yeah. In it, where they, yeah. Do they swap partners or do they? They swap houses. So um, yeah. it's Kate Winslet. Um, Jude Law's in it. Jude Law, Kate Winslet, um, Cameron Diaz. The yeah, they do. They do like a house switch. I think both of them. I think oh, Kate okay. Winslet and Cameron Diaz both kind of have breakdowns with like one with like her love life and one with work, and then they decide to just do like a house switch. And Kate Winslet lives in like a tiny little village in in the UK, 
and Cameron Diaz lives in like a massive place in LA. And then, of course, um, she does. Yeah. And then um, they both kind of like, I think, basically fall for people that are in the other place. And yeah, it's yeah. really, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a good film. It's, it's a classic kind of rom com thing, but it's, yeah, it's just a good film. Yeah. Where's the, uh, where is the Santa Claus in this list? Is it even in the list? The Santa Claus. The Santa Claus with a, has it got any on the end? I don't, I can't even remember. Uh, The Tim Tim Allen movie. On the the list I'm looking at, it's number 31. Wow. Uh, On the list I'm looking at, Muppet Before Christmas is 31. The Santa Claus for me is 33. How are you looking at the same but different list is the question. <laughs> so to average out, our answer is 32. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 32. 32 we'll, we'll is 32. our answer. Because um, there's the, uh, the, the new Disney Plus limited series of that coming out or would be out at the time that this is released. Oh. Um, which is, is that like, the one it, where he kills the where he accidentally kills Santa Claus? And has to then become uh, Santa Claus. This is the film I was thinking about, yes. I, love, I yeah. like the film. Yeah, so it, it's it's the Santa Claus, not clauses in Santa Claus, but it's a clause yeah. like in a contract. Yes. Yeah. My God, that's so difficult to explain. I tell you what, I've I've <laughs> literally <laughs> only just noticed that. <laughs> so did I. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> How have I that. never noticed that? I've watched <laughs> this film like ten times at least in my lifetime. <laughs> just like, oh no. Wow. Uh, I, do you, I do you guys like remember? Just... Oh, no, sorry, you go. Uh, I, I was, all I was going to say was, I think I've just blown your mind. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You changed how I look at it. Do oh. you guys remember how creepy, you might not have seen it, but how creepy the Polar Express was? Why, oh, it's a creepy film. But I... like, it wasn't intended to be, was it? it I think it just came uh, across by like, the animation or the just... Film, the... If it's the film I'm thinking of... Is that the Tom Hanks? He's the <laughs> conductor, isn't he? Yeah, he's a conductor, and he's Santa Claus, and he's... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's basically like... everything. Yeah. The thing I remember most about this is that um, they drift the train across ice. That's yeah, that was it, yeah. I remember particularly. But yeah, no, I mean, it does look... It looks like that kind of film that um, could be very creepy. It looks I like, think, like oh god, it's got the kid with the glasses in it. Oh, it it's the animation style for me. Yeah. That's that's what I think that's what it is, yeah. Yeah. If it if it was like normal sort of cartoony animation, I think it'll be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think uh it reminds me of Tintin, the adventures of Tintin. Yeah. 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 I actually really like that film. It's not a Christmas film, but it's a really good film. Mm, I agree. But yeah, wow. uh, just trust me if there's any other random films I can find that are Christmassy that you guys might have seen. Uh, the 19 rotten Christmas movies we love. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause, pause. Oh, thank you. We haven't <laughs> talked about arguably oh, the biggest you, Christmas you. film oh, ever. I'm recording, but it's fine. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank okay. you for sustenance. That's no worries, son. No job in the sustenance. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> So, how did you let my parents into your basement? That was weird. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I used to work with your dad, so oh, yeah, true, true. You know, he, he's actually just visiting. He's got visitation rights for you oh. tonight. So, <laughs> it's, like, it's not like it's a prison. 
<laughs> I know, right? Oh, dear. Um, oh, God, where, where were we? Oh, the holidays. Um, on I, was just, I was just saying that we, um, I don't think we've actually talked about what I'm pretty sure is often voted the biggest Christmas film ever. Gone. Home Alone. Oh, yes. Where yeah. is that on the list thing? Uh, it's, it's not in the top ten. No, it on is not there. On the list I'm looking at, it's number five. Oh, really? But when, um, when was your when were the lists created? Because because I I kind of looks like or sounds like you're looking at two different well, lists. On two same. different lists. Oh yeah, we're definitely on two different lists. Well, but I mean, like, uh, it's on the same website or something. Home Alone. Hold on. I know. Oh, no, originally, happened. originally we were on the same. We were on the Rotten Tomatoes website, and then oh, we ditched that because it's because it's weird. Uh, uh, let me have a look. Home Alone is on the. It's not on the Rotten Tomatoes one, but Home Alone is sixty-one. Wow. Really? Yeah. But then I, I think the film was kind of fallen off though. But it's not a Christmas film, as such. It's like it, I, it's like we said earlier. You know, the the kid gets left behind at Christmas time. It's it's got as much Christmas as Die Hard has. <laughs> I mean, it's just I think it's more a set of Christmas. So is Die Hard. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> it's about yeah. Christmasy, and then there's just all the funny hijinks. It's just about Kipping's stuck alone at home, and then gets robbed. And then yeah. To be fair, I think actually Kevin in Home Alone probably kills more people than um, <laughs> thing he does in uh, in Die Hard. <laughs> What, well, Mr. The, McCain himself. The, yeah. the thing is, though, those burglars would have died. I mean, with what happened to them? Oh yeah, no yeah, way yeah. that they funny. should be alive. I, I like, I like it when you watch films and you think to yourself, "Man, this film would have had a lot of deaths in it if it was realistic." Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, maybe, maybe we should do that one day. Is just sit down with. Uh, we'll, we'll get like a, a top five list or something of. Who has the highest body count in a film? <laughs> That's not actually, you know, but oh, they okay. don't. Yeah, so right, like okay. home, home Alone, you know, those burglars would have died countless times, <laughs> no matter oh, what. I mean, I could just name it like any horror movie based at Christmas and I'll win, right? If people die. Oh, wait, no, I suppose <laughs> it's if they don't die. Yeah, if, if yeah. they don't die but should die because of what's being done to them type thing. There's a, um, there's a YouTube channel called Corridor Digital. Oh, yes, I know Corridor Digital. Yeah, they, they do videos. So they, they do a lot of CGI and stuff, Sam. Like, um, and they, they basically do that idea. They, they get films that where they should have absolutely died or, or like lost limbs or whatever. Yeah, like They yeah. make it super graphic. There's, and there's, like... there's a Spider-Man one. Yeah, yeah. It's really funny. <laughs> oh dear. I'll have to uh, I'll have to um actually go on the inter interweb and watch I can link it. it to you if you want. Yeah, awesome, thank you. Hold on, give me a second. I'll do it while <laughs> while we're doing it live, boys. We're doing it live. Doing it oh. live. Uh is it just corridor? Is that the channel that we need? Yeah, I've got corridor digital and I think just corridor, which is like a behind the scenes one and a and an actual like uploaded wow. one. Well, so I think that might it's corridor and corridor crew. Not that's sponsored, it, that's it. by the way. Hmm? Not sponsored. Not, not sponsored. Um, while while James is sending me the link, Adam, what <laughs> what makes a Christmas movie for you? Like, if if you had the ability to make a Christmas movie, what would your themes be about? Um, 
at the risk of sounding like Vin Diesel, family. <laughs> Are we in the Fast and Furious there at Christmas? <laughs> I think I think a, a, a classic family film, like a, a film that you can sit down and watch with kids of a young age, but but like you know, adults uh, of all ages would love it too. Yeah. Um, a film, and to be honest. I said I, I did think before this conversation I thought it had to be centered around Christmas or be at Christmas Day, but maybe not because some of the films we've talked about are not and I love them. So I don't really know. I don't really to be honest, I Bex and I watch on the usually in sort of November time, we watch all the Harry Potter films. Yeah. Because she she's a massive she loves Harry Potter and I I, I enjoy it, but she loves it. Hey, and have, um have you forgotten the uh, the Hufflepuff thing? <laughs> I, I try to. I, I don't like Harry Potter. <laughs> just, just throw it out there. Right, James has been cancelled by all the Harry Potter fans. I, I, I will stand on that bridge until until they expelliarmus me off it. So you do know Harry Potter? Yeah, of course I know Harry Potter. But I'm just, but, I, um, I'm just not a fan of it. But hey, hey. No, that's fine. That's I could I get it. I totally get it. Um, but yeah, we watch it because it's and again that's a, that's one of the films where there's like one scene in every film that's at Christmas, but yeah. the rest of the film is just not anything to do with Christmas. Nothing, you know, it's not set at Christmas, yeah. but they feel kind of festive and magical and like it, so we watch it. So I don't know. I, I honestly, we've talked about this for an hour now, and I still don't know what makes a Christmas film. <laughs> I think I think the way you said it there, I think it very much feels like. I don't know, a film that can make you... It has to be... I feel like it has to be a family film, and it yeah. kind of has to make you feel warm and comfy inside, and like almost like it has to be a good sharing experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think if you've got a Christmas movie that is really good to watch alone, is it a Christmas movie at that point? Because it just kind of defeats the whole objective of Christmas to a point. Yeah. Like, yeah. You could argue, in my household, we have an extreme love for Nicolas Cage. I say <laughs> my household, me. Uh, <laughs> I have an extreme love for Nicolas Cage, but like, for example, Con Air. Everyone in my family loves Con Air, so around Christmas time, if it's on TV, we'll all watch it. So I think maybe not necessarily has to be based at Christmas, but I think it has to give you the Christmas spirit. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, I probably that doesn't make any sense. No, it does. It does. I agree. Yeah, because I think everyone's got that film that everyone in their family is just like, oh, we've got to watch this. Because I think in my house, it's Con Air. And um, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Oh, brilliant film. <laughs> a Christmas classic. Yeah, oh, yeah. Tokyo yeah. Drift reminds me of this one scene in this film called Pol- Polar Express. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good scene. Or uh, that one scene in Battleships where they fight where they are not and they, they drift a ship. <laughs> that's yeah, one, of, that's, one of my favourite like... films. No, <laughs> Battleship is an excellent film. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't think I... on my side. Is that the one with Rihanna in it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so bad because this is the bit where it's just like uh, fight where you're like they have the art of war, and he's just like turns to the Chinese guys like, yeah, Sun Tzu, fight where you're not, and he looks at him and just goes, that's not what it means. <laughs> they like <laughs> skip the shit round, <laughs> just like amazing. No. <laughs> Just, just no. It's a good film. Uh, well, I, I think uh, I think we've rambled on long enough about Christmas movies to come to the conclusion that 
Battleship. We have no idea what <laughs> what makes a Christmas movie. What makes a Christmas movie is what you feel inside for your favourite movies. That is what makes a Christmas movie. I basically. think I think that's right. Yeah, people, everyone's Christmases are so different to each other's, um, and yeah. and it's so subjective that it's um it's down to each individual. I think. Mm. Yeah. Good yeah. answer. Good answer. Good answer. Yes. Solved. Answered our own question. Eventually. <laughs> three three <laughs> fence sitters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know. Is the answer. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone listening to this is like, oh, maybe they're gonna have a deep, profound conversation. And it's just like, nah, we don't know, mate. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Up to you and it. See you yeah. later. <laughs> yeah. oh, uh, well, uh, Adam, thank you very much for for coming on and for you know putting up with our nonsense yes for taking oh, an hour and, hour and however long this is out of your evening not a problem no, no problem i've enjoyed it nonsense. i must say once again thank you very much for our uh profile picture or a cover art for our um podcast yeah it's very much yes. appreciated oh my pleasure my pleasure it's, it's it's always handy when someone asks me to do something that kind of aligns with what i'm drawing anyway which is oh, usually fair. usually pokemon so yeah, yeah that's, that's not, a, that's not a problem and don't forget to go find cully's arts on etsy as well c-u-l-l-e-y-s-a-r-t-s thank you very much i might buy some now do i get free delivery <laughs> oh, you get you get like the best delivery ever because I will deliver it personally to you oh, in your house in your house while you, in while you sleep in, oh, in my in my basement. Adam, are you Santa Claus. <laughs> oh, God. And on that note, <laughs> uh, right. Um, oh dear. Well, yes. On that note, Sam is trying to very quickly end my terrible <laughs> joke. I will, uh, um, we, we will we'll post links up on, on the socials as well. Yes, um, yes. We might actually do that sooner than, you know, before the episode comes out as a little spoiler. Well, well, I know what we can do. We <gasps> can add, um, every time we do a tweet or an Instagram post, I'll add Adam's link to the bottom. Yeah, sweet. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate no that. Worries. And I'll just, I'll put a little note saying, get your Christmas cards here. Yeah. Or something. It'll be lovely. Yeah. Even if you don't like the Christmas cards, the, my phone makes a little chiching noise when someone buys something, so that's fun. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> well, as long as we can, you know, make you happy with your phone making that noise at least once, we're we're good. Yeah. We're good. Yeah, yeah, we've done our job. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank Adam. you guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for yeah. having me as well. It's been Thank it's you. been good laugh. Thank you for coming on. Thanks, man. Take care. Take care. Thank you. Right. See ya. Bye bye. Bye, James. Get back to my basement. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> If you enjoyed this episode, please consider following us on our social media platforms. On Twitter, we are at SamPresentsPod, and on Instagram, we are at SamPresentsPodcast, because Twitter doesn't let me have the cast bit. But yes, consider turning on notifications as well for notifications when we go live, and thank you once again for listening. One more take! <laughs>